Blog Talk Radio. Truth. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence by the military-industrial complex. Are the Bible's prophecies today's reality? This could be the sign that signals the return of Christ. World leaders are working behind the curtains. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. Secret societies, secret oaths, secret proceedings. Now, get ready for an hour of truth that will make you think. We'll examine Bible prophecy and see how close we are to the return of Jesus Christ for His church. You're in the zone. Politics, Israel, the Middle East, the revised European superstate, and more. All in the zone. This is the Prophecy Zone with your host, Phil Armstrong. Prophecy Zone, your end-time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21, and there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh you are now in the zone so be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the lord you are in the zone the prophecy zone So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Okay. I don't even know if y'all can hear me, but something's going on here that's really weird. So I have no idea. There's nobody out there to tell me. But right now there's a show going on, and uh, there's no way to stop it. So we got to go ahead and just let that play for a while too. I figure out how to stop it, but in the meantime, enjoy. Okay, that was a that was a confusion. Okay, what was going on is I'm sitting in my kitchen. I'm not in my studio, and I'm sitting in my kitchen, 
stand up on one computer. I'm usually on like 50 computers all at the same time doing the show. But I'm on one computer, right? So I was on my home page of Blog Talk Radio, and there was a video playing. Uh, and uh, the video was picked up, and I was thinking that there was a file playing. Uh, but it wasn't. So anyway, hey, caller, I'm not taking callers. I don't take calls at this time of the night. I apologize. There's no reason for you to even call. I'm not even talking about nothing. Normally, when people and I apologize if you if you call legitly, but um, I don't even know that's a word legitly. But um, I don't take calls. Not at this time of night. I'm, I've had too many bad episodes, and I'm not saying you you're going to want to talk about. Jesus, you might even be some money I know, but uh, I'm not taking no call, especially from Skype. So if I don't recognize that phone number, I'm not taking it. So I apologize. You have a wonderful day. Um, anyway, uh, would we uh, that so that that what you just got to listening to was um, a uh, intro. That we have, man. We got a few intros made. We got a few commercials, so I just want y'all to hear that intro, um, which was pretty good um, to me. So um, go figure. Anyway, God is uh, is doing a lot of things in the, in this ministry. I have not got an opportunity to get my website done yet, but once that website's done. Um, we have somewhere for people to go and land on and uh, and, and keep, stay abreast of what we are talking about at this ministry. Um, and also, uh, I found another ministry on uh, Blog Talk Radio that I'm pretty impressed with this time. So check them out. Um, and uh, uh, they got truth, nothing but truth. So far, looks so far so good. This first, I think yesterday I found it. So I'm pretty impressed at what I see so far. And believe it or not, um, um, Blog Talk Radio has given me my travels and errors. Uh, and people call in, especially when you get late nights. You're, you're on the Pacific uh, time zone, and and it's and it's like one o'clock back east, and you get this caller coming on, and you're not talking about nothing, and you got to be smart enough not to pick that phone up. I mean, if you pick the phone up, I guarantee you it's probably a bad one, unless somebody knows you. And uh, I don't pick up Skype phone calls, so uh, this is one of the nights I talk about nothing. Um, and uh, we we uh, we barely come to a point where we actually talk about nothing at this ministry. But right now I'm just kind of shooting the breeze, letting y'all know what what's going on. And I appreciate all my listeners. Uh, um, it, it, it's really a blessing to have people listening um, to us, uh, giving us a chance to. Um, covering the news, Bible prophecy number one for them, and uh, giving them a chance to, you know, let them know what's going on, and and us being a uh, watchman on the front, because there there are people in the world who want to lie and who want to um, twist the truth for their own purposes, and. Believe it or not, this is what we do at this ministry. It's one of the things we do. But we are going to be opening up many other avenues, um, which is, um, number one, we we talk about Bible prophecy. Uh, Number two, evangelism. Number three, of course, apologetics. Four, these are not in any particular order. The only ones number one position is Bible prophecy. Um, eschatology, of course, which is Bible prophecy. Um, so discipleship is one. So we're going to have a mixture of those things going on here. We're going to have some guests talking about all those things. But we are going to match our name. The name of the uh, ministry 
uh, the radio show is called Prophecy Zone. So I'm going to warn you guys, when I have some weird people on this show, it does not mean I agree with them. And I'm not talking about when you hear these radio shows or radio stations and say the, the opinions of the, of the guests and their, uh, or the host and their guests are not the opinions of the radio station. Well, I'm truly telling you that sometime I will have people on here that I don't agree with. Um, uh, and also, the rapture of the church is a big issue to me. It is a very big issue to me. I am preacher of rapture, and people are going to misconstrue that because I got someone on here talking post that I am post. That does not, or or another reason why somebody might think of I'm post is when I start talking about preparedness. Uh, they're going to say, well, you believe in prepare, being prepared. Yeah. Well, just because you believe Jesus Christ is coming back, why don't you at least prepare yourself so you get raptured out? Somebody can break in your house, take your stuff, and survive off what you got. I mean, but you, and people might probably out there laughing at me, but I believe that to be the case. We live our lives, <laughs> even the Bible warns us that. Uh, a wise man should prepare. We should prepare for a rainy day or a rainy week or a rainy month. And if we don't do this, we're selling ourselves short, we're selling our family short, we're selling our neighbors short, and we're selling probably a lot more people than we can think of short. So uh, I am a preacher, rapture person. I will always be preacher because I think it's healthy. See, people look at the pre-trips, pre-tribbers as, hey, you guys think you you guys are going to just escape out of here uh, and not, uh, and not, what makes you think you're different from everybody else? I can tell you what makes me different. The cross makes me different from everybody else. My reaction to the cross, the cross being there and my, my, faith that when Jesus says it is finished, it was finished on the cross. A lot of people think that we have to go through the tribulation period because it's not in the Bible. Well, the word abortion is not in the Bible. Neither is the word Bible in the Bible. So, people like to explain things and then have tunnel vision explaining it. So, they tunnel vision explaining that the word rapture is not in the Bible, but they tunnel vision that the word Bible is not in the Bible. And then they'll try to explain through the Greek and the uh, Hebrew and all this other stuff that the word Bible is word, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not I'm just using that as a point. So, the word rapture, yeah, it's not in the Bible. But the the schematics and the logistics of Jesus is in the Bible and the logistics of the church. What I mean by logistics is the word that the army used for location versus supply. And the, I mean, where's the supplies at? Where we got to move the supplies to? And how much money is going to cost? Blah, 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 blah. Well, the logistics of Jesus is where is he in First Thessalonians chapter 4? relation to the church. Where is Jesus through all of this? Does he ever touch the ground? Okay. Uh, and also think of the logistics of the location of the saints. Where, or, or think about this. The saints that is in the book of Jude it says, I, I see the Lord coming with 10,000, 10,000 of his saints. Where did those ten thousand and ten thousand of those saints come from? If the you know, do y'all understand what I'm saying? I mean, if it's millions and millions and millions of people following Jesus, it says I see the them coming, Jesus coming with ten thousand, ten thousand of the saints, where did he where did them where did they come from? I mean, 
if there was no rapture. So if the if the church is gone at the end of the tribulation period, that means we got to go up there for five minutes and come right back down. I mean, that's just logic, too. So I'm, I can, I'm guilty, too. Hey, I'm logic. But uh, a lot of people use logic to prove that there is no rapture. Now, how did I get off on this tangent? I think that my um, my critics are right. I do go on the tangent, but hey. So, with that being said, um, the most important thing um, to remember is what I said about this ministry. If you're listening to this ministry, is that I will have people on the show that I may not agree with. I'm also going to have people on the show they may be debating against the side that I actually agree with. Um, there might be a Mormon person versus a Christian person. Uh, some people say Mormons are Christians. I don't think that. But I will stay neutral. There will be other times where I will come in and I'll talk about the Mormon church from what I know. I'm not a professional at it. I was not member of the Mormon church. Okay. But what I want to quickly talk about tonight is um, easy believism. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because uh, people are believing that the grace of God is sufficient for homosexuality just to remain, for homosexuals to remain that way. Um, the grace of God is sufficient for a crack addict, for a crack addict to remain that way, his grace is sufficient for a murderer, for a murderer um, to remain that way. Now, some people believe that a liar is guilty, is, is innocent, but a thief is guilty, or a thief is guilty, innocent. I mean, everybody takes a pencil, but a liar is uh, innocent. And they and they, they kind of pick and choose what they want. It's part of the whole parcel of religion out there that people can pick and choose. It's like a smorgasbord, um, just like relative, relativism, uh, which right to me is wrong, might be wrong to you, and what's wrong to me may be right to you, but it's all up to the person. Life does not work that way. And I'm being practical when I say this. Life does not work that way. I can't buy an iron, and the iron says, warning, do not leave on all day. And you buy an iron, and it says, warning, do not leave iron on all day. And we both leave our irons on all day, and they both end up broke. Can't know. There, there can't be two people right Especially with the company just warning us that we can't leave the irons on all day. Uh, when somebody says, well, relativism was right to me, it's wrong, it could be wrong to you, and it was wrong to you, but it was on first, it was on second. With relativism, uh, <laughs> it, it does not matter uh, if, if I say to you, well, I sleep, I'm a homosexual and I sleep with men, and you say, well, it's okay with you. As long as it's okay with you, and then I go out and say, man, I catch AIDS. I come back to you and say, well, you didn't warn me. <laughs> you didn't warn me. I mean, is that how is that is that how beautiful this thing is? Smorgasbord of um, do what you do as you please. Because the 1960s, it's still the same thing. It's just a, a growing virus. That happens to be um, still in action right now. It's a growing virus. It's killing society. It's 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 disconnect to the to the gospel. And and see, people get it confused. Now, here I'm going to explain this. What I'm what I'm actually trying to say is, Paul says, "I die daily." Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me daily. Um, 
The Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Now, somebody can easily come up to you and say, well, it's all grace and it's no works. And what did Paul say in the book of James? He says, show me your uh, faith and I'll show you my faith through my works. So faith cannot be single. So we're not saved by works, lest any man should boast. But we're saved by faith that actually produces works. Because if you love someone, you're going to produce something, even if it's pure holiness. Now, when you read the word of God, he says, be holy for I am holy. Can we actually be 100% holy? No, only one person did that. That was Jesus Christ. But can we be somewhat with the power of God, live a righteous life? Can we practice holiness? Can we practice what Jesus practiced? Can we walk as Jesus walks? Not what, not the saying, what would Jesus do? I'm not saying that. I'm saying live through the power of the Holy Spirit. What does it say in Romans chapter 8? He who has the Spirit is God of God. He who does not have the Spirit is not of God. The Spirit helps us through our weaknesses. Not only through prayer, it helps us through the power of the Spirit. I can do all things in Christ which strengthens me. The Spirit of God lives inside of you, producing strength to stop alcohol, to stop pornography, to stop doing all these things. But when you're walking across the ocean and Jesus says, bear me, and you say, bid me, Jesus, to walk, to come to you in practicality of life. Bid me to come to you. And you keep your eyes on Jesus, you will not sink. It's when you take your eyes off Jesus, you will sink. So when the heart wants to stop looking at pornography, when the heart wants to stop masturbation, when the heart wants to stop uh, sexual uh, perversion, the heart will stop it when it is dedicated to Christ. And when the heart wants to seek Christ, and when the heart wants to love Christ, then the power of God can take over. And when you when your imaginations are on these wicked things, Instead of on Jesus, you're going to perform those things. Sooner or later, you're going to perform those things. You're going to perform. Think about. So if you think about and you meditate on God's word, if you meditate on the life of Christ, you meditate on Jesus, you keep your eyes on Jesus, not physically imagining Christ, but your heart is channeled to this God that is invisible. We can't see him. We can't even metamorphosis him in our mind uh, or think about him in our mind because that is idolatry. But we can keep your eye, our heart geared towards Christ. And we are, he says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. And that is true. Um, and I had a friend of mine uh, say that. Uh, we talked for a while, and I was pre- talking to him through the Word of God. I was pre- showing him Scripture. He was saying that God's grace is grace alone, which it is true at the start. It is grace alone, and it always will be grace alone. But this grace that saves is by faith, which the faith will produce if it's genuine faith works. But you're not saved by works, but you saved by faith alone that is proved through, if it's genuine, by the fruit of the tree. And see, people get that mixed up these days is because we think uh, faith is just a, a, a thought. No, faith is not a thought because if you believe that you work for, for uh, a a, a, a um, Tire making company, you know, and, and and you work there, you're motivated. You're going to show up to work every day. But if you're not motivated, you're not going to show up to work, right? So, uh, if you have faith that you work there, and you have faith that you like this, I mean, you like the company, you have faith that these guys, people are good people. 
you're going to show up to work. But false faith will produce sluggish outcome. And this is in the world. This is in the world. This is practicality. This is practical living. This is normal. If you love a girl, you're gonna. It's gonna show. Now, if you beat your girl up, um, most of society will believe that you don't love that individual. You just there's always a motive for why you're beating her up. Maybe for, for control factor. Now, you might still love her in your own stupid little world, but the majority of people are gonna say you don't love this individual because of your actions. Um, that's why the disciples, remember when Jesus said uh, to the rich ruler, he says, uh, he says, go sell all you have and come follow me. He didn't go say, what went away sad. We don't, we don't know the full story of what happened later. Hopefully he came back. But it's not in the Bible that he came back. So his riches were more important than Jesus. So look at the disciples. Look at the ones where the disciples where he said, Eat of my flesh eat of my eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. And they they some of the a lot of those guys took off. And he asked the twelve, Would you leave me too also? They say, No, Master, you have the word of life for you you have that the good news of the gospel. We're not gonna leave. So not only that, but these individual disciples ended up preaching the gospel to and look preaching what they did. Especially Peter, John, and James. So works is produced by genuine faith. Genuine faith does not sit still. And if it does, God would nudge it to move. Gene with faith will have you on Walk Talk Radio on Thursday night when everybody else is asleep and somebody from Skype wants to call and well, I ain't going to say that because that person might have been Gene. But normally when somebody calls at nighttime from Skype, that means somebody wants to be me. <laughs> but I could be wrong. Uh, but God has uh, given us this grace, which is a grace of goodness. But what did it say? He says, um, should we um, sin that grace may abound in Romans chapter 6? Certainly not. And then he says, whatever you're slave to, that's what you tend to follow. So if you're slave to sin, you're going to follow sin. If you're slave to righteousness or to the spirit, you're going to follow the spirit. The things of God. You're not going to want to follow uh, unholy living, unrighteous living. It says he who practices in the book of John. Book of John says he who practices righteousness is righteous. Just as he is righteous, who practices sin is of the devil. Now you may fall, but you get up and you continue on to practice with God. Practice what God wants us to practice, which is the Word of God. Our righteousness are filthy rags, so we can't practice, we can't do it by ourselves. We need God to do it to help us out. And this message tonight is just for those who are genuinely uh, are uh, genuinely. Born again, and it's also for the new person to let you know, hey, the, the grace, the, these ministries out there are preaching grace that can save a, a monkey. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, we know animals can't get saved, but I'm just trying to be funny. Uh, that the God's grace can save a homosexuality in the state that they are. That's why Jesus, the first thing Jesus said was to repent. The first thing John the Baptist said was to repent. Repent means to turn, make an about faith from sin and turn towards God and walk in that direction. That's what repent means. Repent does not mean to continue to walk where you walk into the gay bar or to the um, crack house 
and then uh, continue to think you're okay or go walk in front of a computer with uh, naked women on it. Or it could be just as simple as being neutral. I had a track in Hawaii. It says, how do you get to hell? And if you open the track, the track says, do absolutely nothing. You don't have to do those things. I'm, am I 100% against homosexuals? Yeah. Practically, yeah. The, the rectangle don't fit in the square. These things don't fit. Um, I had a church that I used to go to. I guess they heard one of my radio shows. And they say, you never tell somebody, never tell a homosexual that you need to hate the that God hates the homo, hates the homosexuality but loves the the person. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, God hates the homosexuality but loves the person. Uh, how about that? And they said that's mean. They said that well, yeah, it is mean. But hey, how far are you guys off on your doctrine? I mean, evidently they must be really off because God smoked. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and actually, he smoked the people with him. He sure did. Well, anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson, inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture, an American Warning Radio, with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think one once people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. America. Warning. America's habit forming. Status habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's anamericanwarning.com. the prophecy zone where truth will be reviled you're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction you're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil blue is red black is white and truth alive you're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race of his or her soul and truth is more stranger than fiction wars the mark of the beast Israel the European super state the rapture of the church and more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Alright, we're back. We're going to go ahead and finish up um, by just talking about uh, the uh, church in the last days. But right now, I want to uh, clarify some uh, things for y'all. As far as what we're going to be doing as a ministry, uh, we're going to be talking about things that are like the Twilight Zone out there. Now, you probably say, well, you're going to be talking about aliens? No, because, um, yeah, actually, yeah. But it won't be aliens the way you think. Uh, I do believe that uh, the Bible is right when it says that people, uh, when the the, uh, fallen angels came down to cohabitate with women, uh, God said that, that it would be that way in the last days when they produced giants. I do believe that the New World Order are uh, part of this uh, thing, the Nephilim, 
uh, fallen demons that are uh, half demon, half in, uh, human, are uh, are are running this world right now, but not in the way you think. Uh, I believe that there are men who have given themselves over to the demonic kingdom, uh, and these guys are worshiping the devil. And these uh, demonic worshipers are in our churches also. Uh, we can't prove it. I can't come out and prove it to you 100% because I'm not going to spend my time doing that. I'll let my guests do that. But there are people who, for instance, um, the individuals, if you get Hank Hennigram's uh, uh, book, uh, uh, Christianity in Crisis, and he has this storyline that he tells, and I'm going to put that on my show as well, uh, where he talks about what the faith movement, what the TBNers believe. And one of the beliefs is that they try to demote Jesus while promoting uh, uh, the devil and promoting themselves. And the book of Jude, if you read the book of Jude, and if you read uh, Isaiah and uh, Jeremiah, uh, but these guys are denying the very Lord that brought them to the position that they are now. And also, these men are also sometimes, now, some come in nowadays and they know that they are coming in to deceive because they believe that they have the talent uh, and, and, and they can capitalize on that talent. And then there are other men who started off legit who are uh, over time got encapsed or blinded and took the wrong turns and now they are on uh, they just on a, on, on life support system spiritual life support, ready to die and go to hell. And, and the Bible says that before the foundations, God already knew that these men, of course he's God, will fall. Uh, and they are they are, they have an appointed time with with the sellers of hell because the Bible says that hell has enlarged itself and is ready for these individual men. Uh who are capitalizing on the flock. And the flock ain't um, smart enough to figure it out because remember, we all like we all sheep. Uh, according to the word of God, uh, we are the sheep that we need to stay in the word of God so we can understand what is going on and we can we can even be used as warning mechanisms for uh, the Satan's devices, because he has those devices um, in, in, in his hand. I'm going to go ahead and pay uh, this uh, in, in one of my new intros again. So just go ahead and enjoy it. And after that, I'll pay a quick commercial for y'all. I'll be right back. <laughs> Enter the zone, the prophecy zone, your end time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh you are now in the zone so be ready to enter the life or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the lord you are in the zone the prophecy zone 
So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. All right. That's no, that's that's an intro. I got another intro on the way, and I got another one. But anyway, this is a commercial. Um, check this out. Listen, it's the same as the last, the first one. I just got to play with the English um, guy, uh, but I, I like this one better. I mean, he's kind of good. Um, I, I I like it. It's kind of goofy. My wife don't like it, but I'm I'm playing it anyway. Uh, that's the way I am. So. Uh, Stay tuned. Stay on by. You're entering the prophecy zone, where truth will be reviled. You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white, truth a lie. You're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race for his or her soul, and truth is more stranger than fiction. Wars, the mark of the beast, Israel, the European superstate, the rapture of the church and more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone, the prophecy zone. And let me remark on that. Um, what I said earlier about we're going to be talking about weird things. Well, the mark of the beast is weird. Uh, if you read the book of Revelation, when you see the uh, this big giant locust flying through the air with blonde hair and brass, people think them helicopters. I think it's a big locust flying through the air with brass. I mean, with brass um, equipment on, and God just has them decked out. People think that God can, I mean, if if God can create your, the whole creation, if he can create all the atoms and the neutrons and the, God can do anything. Look at the universe. Have you ever seen a picture of the beautiful universe? It's just black holes, and beautiful galaxies, and we're just a little spot, people. So, when people say, well, I don't believe that this is, you know, the this locusts that are flying through the air is helicopters. No, they're what the Bible said they are. It says they're stained men and they can't die for five months. I mean, are you serious? And I'm not saying they're arrogant. Am I 100% sure it's not helicopters? No, I'm about 90% sure it is something out of this world. It's demonic. It's a demon. Flying demons, biting people. Helicopters don't even sound right. You mean to tell me a helicopter is going to shoot you and you can't die for five months? No, a helicopter will blow your whole house up. And you might not be able to sleep because you got the doggone mortgage to pay still. But, but I, I, being in the prophecy zone, being in the zone is like a, a one individual taking over the whole world. This is just Bible prophecy. So it, it's it's already spooky, folks. Like when he says, and I should send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. What is that? What about the technologies that they have today? I mean, what about the false prophets sending down fire upon the earth? I mean, these, this is this. All of this stuff is should be in the twilight zone. That's why I call the show the prophecy zone because we're going to talk about these things. We're also going to talk about brain transplants and all this other stuff, the chip, chipping of the mind, chipping of the you know products in the stores, chipping of. I mean, they want to chip everything. They want to chip everything. I just think it's amazing how the technology will have what that they have today can help you find a criminal or even DNA to see if you if this individual now there's a lot of there's a few guys just in the last in the first ten years of the twenty first century have gotten gotten free from supposedly being convicted of raping an individual which turns out they didn't do it. Wow. So, 
would that be fair to to ask the state to give you a couple thousand dollars a month for doing for taking your life away? Yeah. See, I, I mean, wow, you guys falsely accused this individual, but well, you did. We didn't know. Okay, well, it was up to the judge. But uh, God is good. Jesus has given us the opportunity on Blog Talk Radio to talk to many people, thousands, if not one day millions. And uh, I just thank God every day. I just thank the Lord every day. But if you are out there and you are in go, if you are, uh, you have a problem like sexual addiction, ask God for help. You know, get saved first. <laughs> Ask God to be be your Savior. Forgive you for your sins. We're all sinners. And we all fall short of the glory of God. We can't go to heaven with sin. We can't go to heaven. He, Jesus is the only way that God provided to give back to himself. First Timothy 2, five says there's only one mediator between God and man. That is Jesus Christ. So Jesus on the cross died for everyone's sins. So the word of God says and and John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that he who believes in him will be saved. But a little bit later, a couple of verses later it says, He who does not believe in him will be condemned. So there is a heaven there is a hell. And everyone who does not go through Jesus Christ will go to hell. And I don't want that for you. I want you to go to heaven, my friend. I want you to go to heaven. So God provided that way through his son. So please, I beg you, you don't know if tomorrow is going to be giving you a chance. And if you do ask God to come into your life, ask him to give you power to live this Christian life. Because he will give you power to live it. But this 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 uh, this this story about mankind fascinates me. Because every human being is walking a race. You say no, they're not. They don't even. Every human being is walking a race, whether you in the, if if you're walking at certain paces or you, if you say if you're walking at full speed, the the pace. Every human being is walking at a a, a race. Are you either walking at the devil's way, or are you walking at God's way? Well, the minute you came out your mother's womb, you not only starts to grow, but you also start to die because this world is cursed. And the storyline to this amazing story is that you're going to have to make the choice. And if you avoid that choice, either by ignorance or by rejection, every human being has to make that choice. And if they don't make that choice for Jesus, they're going to spend eternity in hell. That's sad, folks. You say, well, you, you, you're saying that it's sad that that God offered his son, but if you don't take his son... No, I'm saying that it's sad that people are blind to the fact that God offered his son. Yes, he offered his son. This this perfect individual is a substitute for us. And we need Jesus to live that life, to be free from the sins and the shackles. See, people want to live the way they want to live. But the things that we do in our lives to live the way we want to live, it makes us miserable. It's a miserable
comfortable lifestyle, God will give us peace. But it may not always be peaceful. But believe it or not, even in the hardest times, God will deliver you peace. He will get you peace. Perfect peace. For those who diligently seek him. He loves you, folks. He loves everybody out there who is listening to me right now. And he wants to save you. God wishes that no man should perish, but to come to Jesus and have everlasting life. But folks, we can't continue to live the way we've been living. We can't fool God. We can't fool the. We can fool some of the people some of the time. Most of the people, most of the time, actually. But you can't fool God. Uh, I'm not just telling you that God loves you. He really does love you. But <sighs> hell is hot, folks. I don't even know how. This is. I mean, it still baffles my mind that we can, an uh, individual can spend hell in hell for eternity. Because see, on this earth, when I was in the army, I used to get a break. Uh, even the prisoners in prison get a break. I don't even think they got air conditioning in these prisons now. These people in hell that are right now, as you sit, wherever you're sitting or standing, wherever you're standing, there are people in hell right now wishing that they can come back and warn you. Wishing that they can come back. Just take five minutes to their family not to come down here. And it's not just the homosexuals and the and the drug addicts and the pimps and the prostitutes and the you know, the car sharks, uh the numbers man that's going to hell. It's people who do not have Jesus. You could be nice as you could be a dove flying over a building right now. And you still could blow hell wide open. Because you need, Jesus is the only way, folks. There's a lot of nice people in hell right now. That's a sad thing. There's a lot of people in hell right now, folks. I mean, wow. And they, they, don't get a, they don't come out. They don't have a break. I wish I could be like TV. I'm sitting here right now. I only watch TV. And, and I was just on my show at the kitchen table because I'm not in my studio and TBN is on and they're asking for money still. Well, they just had they just had a week long praise-a-thon. I mean, how much money do you need? And even one of the guys I was listening to, I've been listening to these guys lately to see what they're going to say. And he's like, the head guy, um, Paul Krause, is like, we're debt-free. We don't need to do this. Why are you doing it for a whole week then? Do it for two weeks. Let me do it for two weeks. <laughs> do it. Why not do it for a month straight? <laughs> I don't get it. They got the phone number there. I said, didn't you just do a phrase of time that lasted a whole week? And it's got pledge, called out pledge. I mean, are you serious? Are you serious? <sighs> Man. Well, we need to pray for uh, these people uh, on TBN. So uh, pray, pray, pray. Let's pray for the people of TBN. Biggest say some of these guys. Now, now, I'm not saying all of them are not saved. I'm not saying that. There's a lot of few of them on there that are saved, but um, they're in a dangerous territory. In a dangerous territory. Well, anyway, we're going to be coming back on on Sunday. Uh, And uh, uh, please join us at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We don't have chat rooms for right now. Susan Posey Julio is the only one that does uh, chat rooms, I think. I don't even think. 
Uh, the other ladies do chat rooms. I don't think they have the time to monitor them. But we are looking for hosts who believe in the same thing uh, I believe. Uh, uh, you don't have to believe in the rapture to pre or post. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. But the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ is important. And I need somebody who uh, I can, you know, trust, you know, that uh, loves the Lord and will do the Lord's bidding. Uh, and who understands what we're trying to accomplish at this ministry is the truth. We're trying to do the truth. We're trying to live by the truth in accordance with the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're not trying to uh, compromise or entertain. Like I said, we're going to be doing some stuff, talking about some technology, talking about some you know, modern day things that people might not take a keen to, but uh, we're going to stay with the word of God. And if I have to tell somebody to go suck an egg, I'm probably going to tell somebody to go suck an egg. Uh, I'm talking about as far as any guests to come on that's, you know, that's not um, going in the same direction that um, they were supposed to be going because of what we knew before they came on the show. Uh, we don't want uh, some person coming out of nowhere saying something that's not biblical. And that happens sometimes. Uh, that very much happens sometimes. But um, I, I'm so glad that you guys were able to join me. Uh, this is one of these neutral shows where, you know, uh, Wherever the spirit takes us, that's where we go. And uh, you can only pray that things will turn out the way God deemed them to turn out. But we'll be right back. Join us on the Prophecy Zone as we talk about world events in line of Bible prophecy, end time revelation, how soon is Jesus Christ coming back to the earth to take his own out. It is a pre-trap rapture that we're looking for, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Titus 2.13 Keep looking up, for the Lord is coming soon. Prophecy Zone, your end-time watchman, 
bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. I like that commercial. Uh, uh, actually, not a commercial. A theme uh, intro. I, li- I like it. Uh, I'm making me one myself. Uh, and uh, I will be playing that also on the show. But God bless y'all. Y'all uh, have a wonderful week, and I'll see y'all Sunday. Bye-bye.